Hi, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Cracker Classics. Yay! Weekly podcast where Joshua, the guy talking now, and... Ian, this guy talking now. Watch an old movie (laughs) and look at it through the lens of today. And usually feel pretty shitty about it. Yeah, usually. However... Probably not today. No. If I remember right, (laughs) this is still extremely relevant. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. um, Maybe even more so now than it was then. Quite possibly. I'm excited. Me too. This week we are watching Network. Network. Because we're mad as hell. And we're not going to take it anymore. But we're still going to take it because that's what we do. Yeah. Yeah. Side note. (laughs) yeah i love this movie i do too it's fantastic looking forward to watching it sober in the right frame of mind um remember if i was sober or not when i watched it i don't remember if i was sober but when i watched it i was having a bit of trouble separating reality from fantasy Ooh, it was fun for that oh god I can imagine. Um, yeah, it could lead down a dark path. Um, yeah, yeah, it did. I... Especially the freaking table scene with the CEO, oh, Ned Beatty. Uh, yes. Oh yeah. yeah oh yeah. god, that is an that unreal was... scene. Oh my god, that scene is top notch. One of my favorite scenes in movie history. Nice. Period. Nice. It's so good and so fucking dark. Yeah. But a lot of this is very fucking dark. <laughs> and honest. Mm-hmm. That's why it's dark. Yay! Yeah. Funny how that works. We do get a, a visit from an old friend in here. Yay! We get a shirtless William Holden. Yep. I haven't seen him for a while. <laughs> but again, he's aged. Yeah, I was going to say, a little different William Holden. Than Every that. time we see him shirtless, he's just a little older. Uh, Paired up with Faye Dunaway. I love her so much in this. I don't like her as a person. Oh God, no! But, but she's her really good in this. Is brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just think, when this was made, we had three networks. <laughs> <laughs> there were three channels, kids. <sighs> it was well four if you had PBS. It was hell. And then UHF came in when I was. Real little, and mm-hmm. that upped our channels to six. <laughs> and Fox, Fox was separate. That came later, though. That was the 80s. Yes, We that's didn't have true. it yet here in the... The 70s now. Rupert Murdoch was still gathering his army in the 70s. His newspaper army. It was Wall all, Street was Journal. Welcome to right? the club! <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh... Side note, though, I, I expect... Uh, be greatly entertained but also pissed off uh-huh and that's wonderful because it's a great movie fantastic uh, yeah. performances it's a good story yep should have won best picture uh, screw you rocky yeah yeah definitely should have beat rocky all the movies to lose to <laughs> right how can you lose to the montage oh in the end we all lose to the montage that's fair <laughs> let's skip the montage and get to the movie though. i agree let's Go watch this and be back for intermission impressions after this uh, commercial break. Because we have commercials? No. Nobody wants to pay us yet.
I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. Oh, hush, we've been taking it for 45 years. Yeah, that's true. It's the one sad, depressing part about this movie is We're time continues it. to go We're forward. still taking it. <laughs> Everywhere. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm... Yeah. I understand this is a little bit of a different time, mm-hmm. but there's still so much relevance to what to the yeah. meat of the oh, issue God, here. Yes. Yep, it's still very relevant. I mean, we're not dealing with this old time news group of people. We're not. Well, we're not dealing with OPEC on the same level. Well, no. I mean, the news stories and stuff that's changed. <clears throat> sort of the politics of the newsroom itself have changed over the yeah. years. But in the end, it, the message is the same. Well, they started editorializing. That was that was the point. Like this is this is right at the beginning of news becoming editorial and not factual. More so than it was. I mean, Cronkite had his editorializing of Vietnam well, yeah, yeah. ten years before. It was around, but it had more meaning to it. It had there was more gravitas to it. Yeah, it wasn't just sensationalizing yes it became that um it didn't happen all that often so when it did happen it was because it was important and needed to happen yep but now it's just everything so now it's not important and no one cares because you're just sensationalizing everything and who gives a shit yeah i do however think that a drunk william holden is fun uh yep (laughs) i learned that from this movie i'm not keen on robert duvall in this really Uh, i think he's well cast i'm going back and forth on him i mean he's pretty good at playing a stooge yeah but i feel like he's showing his hand too much what do you mean i'm kind of comparing him to his other roles like in the godfather he doesn't show his hand don't do that and that's what makes it amazing don't do that but he could have done that in here yeah, he could have. could have really worked. Instead, he's just this flat business board member guy. Well, that's what he is. Uh, yeah, but there's no depth to him, I feel. Well, that's because there's no depth to the character. And that's intentional. His character's not supposed to have depth. <sighs> it's brainwashed depth, like with Faye Dunaway. But it works with her. Yeah, she's... She committed. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Robert Duvall, I don't feel like he did. I don't... Ugh. Well, he, he's... It's because you're comparing him to Faye Dunaway. <laughs> well, I'm comparing like, him to... the best thing she ever did. It's true. So good. I'm comparing him to everyone else's performance in this movie, which is fucking amazing. And he just falls okay. short of that. That's fair. I he will agree with that. He sticks out because everyone else is so amazing. I will agree with that. He's still really good. Ultimately, yes, but I, I think <laughs> in the end, compared to everyone else, he just yeah. doesn't stack up. Unfortunately. And that's saying something, because it is Robert Duvall. Yeah. He's normally a fan-fucking-tastic and the best thing in the movie. Just not in here. Yeah, this is this is not one of his best performances. It's still a great performance. But yeah, compared to everything else around him, he's <laughs> not there. <laughs> Anyway, did you notice the casual sexual harassment in the early uh, newsroom bit there? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's why you should always pay attention to your work. <laughs> but that is interesting. You know, he they were too busy harassing each other. 
Yep. Instead of paying attention to what was being said, because it was a big thing that was being (laughs) said. Yep. And that's sort of the catalyst for the whole movie. If they were paying attention, they would have gotten him off immediately. Yeah. Instead of this whole, (laughs) did you hear what he said? What? What did he say? Did you hear what he said? (laughs) Yeah. Just ran out of bullshit. That's uh, I love there's a it. lot of honest lines in this movie, so but much. there's that yeah, one. That's choice. Yeah. <laughs> Being honest with you, I just ran, ran out, out of bullshit. bullshit. <laughs> I didn't realize how big this is on the corporatization of the TV networks. Yeah, I'd forgotten about that. You know, it's the whole oh the shareholders and the Robert Duvall works for the parent company which isn't the network it's corporate yep because that was happening and now it's even worse now yeah this this movie was uh rather responsible for my radicalization i Uh, must say but it was also prophetic of what came later in the networks this is why i'm Mm anti-corporate this laid it all out and i was like oh that's why everything sucks yeah profiting off anti-establishment yeah. that's that's sort of the big takeaway from the 70s yep we learned how to profit off of that yep profit off of anti-profit what mm-hmm. oh fuck really oh yeah and faye dunaway and robert duvall epitomized that Faye, Faye Dunaway epitomizes it. Robert Duvall is going along with it because he sees where it's going. But, but Faye I, actually gets it. Yeah. I've often wondered if she's a true believer when it comes to television. Like, what do you mean? There's that, that sex scene. It's not a sex scene. He's trying to initiate sex and she's way more interested in the television. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's She's kind of that child who was raised by tv glued to it since the 50s and believes it to her adult days whatever comes out of the television that is that is our reality now and i know how to profit off of the reality yeah i see that for her for sure so long as the novelty doesn't wear off yeah definitely she's not cynically she's not looking to cynically exploit these things she sees them and sees what they hold for the audience like the fact that the audience is craving these things Mm -hmm. and she she wants she wants to provide these things for them she's Mm -hmm. not doing a cynical cash grab she's a true believer give the people what they want yep yeah this is what the people want this is what we need to give them and in doing so, we're going to get massive ratings, uh, you know, a 50 share. And that will, and profits come from that. Yeah. She's not doing it for the profits. She's doing it. She is, but she isn't. Like, that's the happy side effect of doing what she does yeah, right. Yeah, that's the bonus. Yes. Whereas Robert Duvall is in it for the paycheck. He wants the money. <laughs> he wants the money and yep. to be able to save the money that he already has on top of it. Yeah. Basically true corporate yeah. style where she wants to make the best television she can and get her money that way it'd be bigger than he Mary just Tyler wants to Moore. skip that step <laughs> <laughs> yeah he, he doesn't care how the money gets made he just wants to make it yeah that's that's corporate thinking right there i don't yeah. care what it is or where it comes from i just want the money yep 
I could shit in people's mouths. If they pay me for if it, they, I'll do the it. The price is right, yep. I will do it. Yep. Try getting that out of your head now. Oof. Robert Duvall shitting in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, tender Mercies? <laughs> Robert Duvall? <laughs> or... You know, you got a few to choose from there. What do you want? Um, Violates every candidate of respectable broadcast. <laughs> that line yep. stuck out to me because what was respectable broadcasting at this point in time? Uh, We're already showing war yeah. every day on the news for 10 plus years at this point. Plus everything else that happened in the 60s that we put on TV. Yeah. Yes, that was the news, but where's that line of respectable broadcasting? Well, it is respectable broadcasting. It's happening and they're showing it. Yeah. But then they try to throw morality into that. Yeah. And that makes it squicky. Bad words are bad. Okay. Let's show public murders and executions, but mm -hmm. yeah, not it, say it was bullshit. okay to show Vietnam yeah. every day. But it's not okay to announce that I'm going to kill myself. Or say the word bullshit. Yeah. I mean, I get the, the statement, the intention of suicide, announcing it publicly. Red flag. Yeah. And as William Holden begins to do midway through this movie, <laughs> bring up his mental state. <laughs> Which is still very ambiguous in yeah. here. We have the whole, he heard a voice. That's where it gets kind of weird. It starts to get slightly far-fetched when we have the whole, I'm imbued, divine spirit coming over me, and Faye Dunaway goes along with it. Well, why not? It's legit modern-day prophetism. I mean, what do you think happened to the example they're using a lot? Moses. Mad as Moses. Yeah. Yeah. I get it, but I was already with him. From the whole, I ran out of bullshit. Yeah. You didn't need more than that. You didn't need to then say, oh, I've voice talked to me and said I came to you because you're on well, television, he dummy. he did, though. Because he ran out of bullshit, and he said that. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's what he had. And that's why the ratings were dropping off and all that, because he didn't really... They're trying to make him this mad prophet, but he wasn't but that was yet. all I had. Okay. Yeah, all he had was that he was out of bullshit. And then he started getting attention. Yeah, we're getting into a bit of the spirit world stuff. Like some spirit, specifically not God, which I found interesting. Yeah, so you brought that, that up. That was that. But yeah, it was like, hey, uh, people are watching you. So I'm going to give you some shit to say mm. that needs to get out to a bunch of people. Mm. Yeah. Again, that. Profiting off the anti-establishment. Yeah, we haven't even gotten in the Ned Beatty scene yet. So. No, we haven't. <laughs> We've just now had the uh, corporate takeover of the news division yep. for the sake of ratings. Yeah. This is, uh, yeah. That's a fantastic movie. I love, <laughs> I love this movie. This movie. <laughs> <laughs> There's always some other dimension that I, I knew it was there but didn't consider it. And then I watched it again, and I go, shit, there's that in here, too. Like Max, William Holden getting, struggling with getting old, reaching yep. his, quote, autumn years. And that's mainly why he dates Faye Dunaway. 
Well, that, she had a she thing for comes him. Comes on strong to him. Like I don't think he would have if she hadn't initiated. Yeah, she had the thing for um, him in college. Yeah, and that was totally right up his alley. Of oh, you had a thing for me when I was young and spry. Shall we do dinner? Yes, my wife is in town. Well, we better go to my place. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I don't know. Is it? Is that an issue? Is what an issue? Like the age difference thing. It's only an issue if the motives aren't good. And I don't know how good the motives are in this relationship. His or hers? Both. I'm not really sure what her motives are where he's concerned, aside from reliving that... Daddy. Yeah. She even said... so. She he's still hot. Like... Well, yeah, that's not the issue here. I'm not saying that... <laughs> not saying we wouldn't go for William Holden. But... There's the whole struggling with getting old and daddy issues on both sides, or it's yeah. like, ugh, this isn't that healthy of a relationship. Oh, I'd, it is definitely not that healthy of a relationship. And mix but in that you'll work together. So many relationships are not healthy anyway. No. Like, merely being unhealthy is not. But to have an affair <laughs> with someone that you work with, I mean, there's that great quote of don't get your meat from the same place you get your bread. I, I think that applies here. I always heard you don't shit where you eat, but... Well, that too. <laughs> Same principle. <laughs> I, I, I like your saying better. It feels better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a little anti-corporate too, <clears throat> you know, go yeah. to the bakery and the butcher, not just at Walmart. Yeah. I... Can I be honest here? I certainly hope so. I don't quite remember how this ends. I don't remember exactly how it ends yeah. either. I mean, there's a, you get the Ned Beatty scene, mm -hmm. and that flips Howard, which ruins the ratings, if I remember right. We'll have to see, because there's a few things that ruin the ratings, something, if I remember right. Something, movie's over. I just don't remember what the something something is. <laughs> I know we have the great scene with Max's wife, yeah, where she finds out everything and loses her shit right yeah. in front of William Holden, and that's great. They, I forgot about that. Yeah. That's one of my favorite scenes in this movie, because <laughs> she, she's only in it for like five minutes, and they gave her an Oscar for it, because it was amazing. <laughs> but yeah, how it ends, ends, like, how he dies at the end, I don't remember. I think, does he kill himself? I don't think that actually happened in the end. Or maybe it did. See, I don't I, remember. Yeah, we'll have to watch it and find out. So, yeah. uh... Let's go do that. Let's see how this all falls the fuck apart. And we'll be back. Fuck Rocky. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This movie's so much better. <laughs> There's no contest. None. Yeah. Like, no. What the fuck? <laughs> you only gave Rocky the Oscar because you couldn't Deal with the egg on your face from this movie. Yeah, that's true. Let's be honest here. It is a scathing indictment of everything Hollywood represents. But where's the lie? <laughs> there isn't one. The only lie is at the very, very end, because to the best of our knowledge, that has not happened. There's been suicides live on TV. Yep. But to not have... Not because of low ratings. No. Although I am reasonably sure that people have been killed because of low ratings. 
I it wasn't that squeaky. Not a hundred percent all along. <laughs> not a hundred percent, but reasonably sure. I would not be shocked if that was <clears throat> true. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I must say, I feel like a complete idiot for not remembering how this. Oh movie my god! Ends. I know, right? Uh, it's... How else could it end? <laughs> exactly. Seriously. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, there's a little unfinishedness ending it this way because there's still Ned Beatty and his overarching control, and they just decide to say "fuck you," we're just gonna kill him. We don't get to see the fallout of what happens from that. As intrigued as I am. It's it also not really that big matter. a deal with the story that we're trying no. to tell. I just love that uh, Ned Beatty makes the case for the New World Order, and it, <laughs> it's bad for ratings. Well. This brings a soft spot in my heart. If, oh, thank God. I mean, it's happening already anyways. In the past 45 years, it's become Ned Beatty's vision. Of, we're getting closer and closer to it. Oh, lovely. Yeah. <laughs> but it's bad for ratings. And yeah. Oh my God! Everything involving Faye Dunaway. Oh my God! I and think she's one of my favorite villains ever in movie history. Yes. Oh my God! Yes. And her that that last scene with William Holden is. Oh my God! You can't switch to another station. Yep. Because this is life. But you don't really know anything about because you grew up <laughs> learning about the world from Bugs Bunny. Yep. Meanwhile, I feel shit. I have pleasure and pain and love and primal doubt. I love that he brought that up. Yeah. Like, I have doubt. Yeah. That doesn't exist in your TV world because doubt is... Inconvenient. Th- it, it's inconvenient. It's not profitable. <laughs> but I, the man you said you love, have doubt. Because, yeah, unhealthy relationship. We knew that going in. Nothing to do with age. No. It had to do with... Well, a little bit. It was his, uh, like his wife put it, it's his winter romance. True. And he does talk about how death is becoming this real thing for him with defining yep. features. and. Yep. I mean, age is a thing in it, but that wasn't the problem. With the, the relationship. relationship. Yeah, no. Yeah. It was un- unrelated to age. The mm-hmm. issue in the relationship was unrelated to age. This whole second half is just... Oh, this, this it's entire movie is utterly delicious. I mean, we have all the great performances in the second half for the most part. Yeah. Not counting Peter Finch, who's just amazing throughout. <laughs> but we have the sex scene, if you want to call that sex. It did involve a shirtless I mean, William Holden. Yeah, and it happened. It's just... <laughs> Not the focal point of that scene, which was apparently. Oh God, I wish we got more of that in entertainment today, because so much real life sex is like that. There are other things which going I, on, which I still don't get <laughs> personally. I'm. I mean, I've, there's. I could think of a few scenes in movies and TV where there's conversations going on in the middle of sex, and I just don't understand. You don't? You've never had conversations in the middle of sex? Not ones that did not pertain to what was going on. And that wasn't really conversation. It was more of communication I'm for the sake of all almost pleasure. surprised by that. Really? I thought everyone had that kind of sex at some point in their life. Not really? No. Uh, I guess maybe, maybe I have had it 
and just was the <laughs> William Holden in the situation of, oh, you're talking and you're not even talking about this. Well, whatever. I'm going to keep doing this. Yeah, but that comes into consent issues there. Well, this is true. Um, we don't well, talk uh, about consent in that scene, do we? No. There's not a... There is no indication of consent. Well, kind of. I mean, she strips down, jumps in the bed, and, like, holds the sheet open to invite yeah, him in. she does go while through... While she's talking about something entirely unrelated. She does go um, through the motions. Yeah. Is that consent? So it's kind of a legit <laughs> That's question. That's a really good question. I mean, how many that times have really you just gone question. through the motions? Yeah, yeah. Get into, I don't. I don't think I have into, an answer for that. I don't have an answer either. It gets into this whole. I can you say, know, oral consent over doing the action. And, I mean, it, um, I can say I've question. definitely interpreted that as consent in the past. I don't know that I would today, but I definitely mm-hmm. have. And I mean, we could talk about Diana's approach to consent in all aspects of life. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Well, if we have him assassinated on air. Mm-hmm. Um, what? <laughs> well, the network can't be culpable. Exactly. So we'll have to. Yeah. It, oh, God. Does anyone in the TV generation know about consent? I mean, you just said shit show up on your tube all the time. And you saw this shit. And you didn't consent to it. I have definitely never consented to a single advertisement in my entire life. That's why Hulu gets an extra five bucks a month from me. There you go hate ads deep and burning passion anyway we don't really we sort of talk about ads in here we've been talking about the sponsorship and yeah potential of losing it because of ratings and all the value of the minute and but that's kind of a big caveat to the tv world that we don't approach in here yeah i mean we've got enough other heavy stuff focus on (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah yeah i mean we don't need to get in, in advertising. Not really. It's sort of issues. under the umbrella of the corporatizing of, yeah. of TV. And corporate TV destroys lives. Yep. And the fucking commies. Everything the corporation <laughs> touches dies. Oh, God. The, the commies. That's my favorite bit in this whole thing. It makes a very strong point, though. Well, yeah. Anyone can fall victim to it if the price is right. You get that taste, that desire for the popularity, for the money, for the ratings. The fame. Yep. The fame. And that is what kills your humanity. I agree. Don't forget your humanity, kids. You were born with it. Cling desperately to it, mm-hmm. regardless of circumstance. You may need to develop it on your own a bit, because too yeah. much is inhumanity has been spoon-fed to you and you think that is your humanity but it's not nope and no i cannot tell you what your humanity is because i'm not you (laughs) exactly i have been told by many many sources what my humanity is and every single one of them was wrong yeah yeah just like i think i was wrong where the howard's concerned I felt mean? like I felt like things go squicky once he hears the voice, and you know, things get a little out there for me. Yeah, really, he just snapped. He saw all of the TV bullshit around him. Yeah, and yeah, at first he just came clean and said, "I just ran out of bullshit." But that was the snap that began his sort of split between the the TV dehumanization and 
his humanity. And in the end, it didn't matter because he still went through the motions and went on TV every day and... Told you to get off of TV. Yeah. And he tried to have both. <laughs> well, it, that's... In the end, that's what killed I, him. Well, yeah. Um, the thing with me, like the Howard Beale split thing, I having been through that, mm-hmm. going legitimately fucking crazy, like that made that whole Ned Beatty scene as I watch this movie, while being crazy. (laughs) (laughs) It honestly kind of helped bring me back because watching that and seeing how Howard in the state he was just took what Ned Beatty gave him without, like, thinking on it critically. And Mm, I recognize how dangerous that can be because in that state, you do that sort of thing. Yeah, there's an irrationality there. Though. Yeah, when you've yeah. embraced irrationality, you can be made to believe some really fucked up shit. Yeah, and that's the problem these days. Uh, it's one of the reasons I don't join any churches. Oh, I wasn't thinking churches. They find that part of you that believes in the irrationality because of how you've been gaslit by the... F- fucking tv universe yeah and everything else and that's what fox news does so yeah so that's well. that was the example <laughs> that's where you were going was the fact that the news well, these days think, focuses why do you on think fox news is so influential in religious circles it's, it's the same similar concept. mind thing. Yeah, yeah exactly they're implying employing the same tactics mm-hmm. yep on the same people and because they yep. know it works exactly yeah. that kind of segues into the question I have, um, <laughs> how worse are we now than we were when when this movie came out in, when the, in regards to corporate takeover, New World Order? Well, the dozen companies, the dozen companies they mentioned that make up America are down to three. So I'd say a lot worse off. I'm trying to think of the three. And I don't just, remember exactly. Oh, I don't now. remember what they are, but it's like AT&T, Time Warner, AOL is one. <laughs> yeah you're right that's one yeah yeah uh, and that that's part of why it's so difficult to parse <laughs> uh, yeah i can't remember exactly where i heard that it's three but it's i think you're right yeah everyone just keeps buying out the next company and merging and the next parent and company of yeah. this and yeah the, yeah. like the cca deal in here that's <laughs> basically what it was without the whole yep. 70s the Arabs scapegoating. Yeah. Because there was a little bit of that in that speech. I, it, it was the 70s. It was the OPEC crisis and everything. So, yeah. of course, you're just going to blame all the money problems on Saudi Arabia, which may have been a little true. And a little But racist. it was not fair because <laughs> that wasn't the only problem. And it was just outright racist. And it, it wasn't the Arabs weren't the problem. It's the corporate model that the Arabs are operating from. Exactly. That's the problem. But because the Arabs are the ones that are currently using that to take away part of our market share, the Arabs are the problem. But that was manufactured, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, it's... As Ned Beatty said, they took the money out of America, now they have to put it back in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's... Uh, yeah. Manufactured scheme. Yeah, so gross. But that was the 70s, and that was real news. <laughs> And honestly, they kind of did a good job of painting a, a picture of what was going on. You know, we had the oil issues, but then we had all these liberation armies and 
yeah. guerrilla groups that were trying to... I mean, we talked specifically about... what they really wanted to do, except get famous, but there was that going on. Yeah, Patty Hearst was mentioned specifically early on, and Mm -hmm. then then they created their fictional group with a different fictional heiress to get away with... Who calls the commie a fascist. (laughs) Love it! It's true, she's totally being fascist. Oh, yeah. And, oh God, what what did that first meeting with uh, Faye Dunaway, the... Was it? Hi, I'm a racist lackey of the imperialist, imperialist ruling circles, and I'm a badass commie n-word. Start of a great relationship. Oh, yeah. Identity politics. Oh God. That's all that was. <laughs> I yeah. know. Sign of things to come, really, because that's where we're at oh, now. Yeah, yeah, that was very uh... <laughs> worse than it was then. So yeah. Back then, you had your tribalism, but you could also be bought. I'm sure we can be bought now too. <laughs> oh, but yeah. Speaking of, we have a Patreon. We do have a Patreon <laughs> that's not corporate owned. No subsidiaries. Well, Patreon is. Well, but... yeah, Patreon takes their cut, whatever. But yeah, no, it, it, it's just us. Yeah, Patreon.com. <laughs> After slash Patreon gets Carter their Classics. cut, it, it all comes to help us rent these fabulous movies and pay for our. Uh, it helps us pay the corporations service. to allow us to. <laughs> entertain you and have fun yeah yeah that's that's exactly what it does all boredom amused oh my god the one line <laughs> that i approved of in his whole uh corporate speech ned Beatty's yeah. speech was that everyone would own stock oh yeah that's the one thing that i agreed with in that of that whole thing because if this were a truly capitalist society everyone would be born owning, owning stock. stock yeah fact that we don't proves that this isn't capitalism it's just welfare for the rich yep okay i'm done <laughs> all right <laughs> thank you folks watch network because this is fucking fantastic and yep. still very 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 relevant yep and yeah um check us out on crackerclassics.com follow us on twitter at cracker classics and help us appease our corporate overlords and don't on... <laughs> take this anymore <laughs> Be mad as hell and don't gonna take damn it. Don't take it anymore. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Bye.